Shalom to all! Today we're going to learn Mishnah's Brachas, Perak Vav, Mishnah Vav, and Mishnah Zion. And today's Mishnah's are being learned Lilu Nishmas, Maris Miriam Sarah, Batsub Yaakov Misha, Hurt Nisham Shadav Aliyah, and Beschos, Rachel Basavar, Gittel, and Daniel Eliezer Ben Sapari Rachel, they should be gebenched with Zerushal Kayama, Bakar of Mamish. And now, Mishnah Vav, we move on to another Halacha Suda related. We know that one person is able to make a Bracha for everyone else. We usually do this only at the Shabbos table and Yontif table. The Baal Bayis, which is, let's say, the father, whoever's running the Suda, makes Kiddush and Hamaitzi for everyone. However, this only works if everyone is sitting and eating together. That's called being kavea suda. They're being kavea suda together, then one could be might see everyone else. But let's say a bunch of people happen to be randomly sitting around, then there's no kaveas and everyone makes their own bracha. So Mishnah Vav tells us, let's say they're sitting to eat, each one has to make a bracha on his own. This is talking about the case where a bunch of people are randomly sitting around, they have no intent to eat together, therefore there's no kaveas, everyone's going to make their own bracha. However, says the Mishnah, hey, Sebu, let's say they're reclining, then one person makes a bracha for everyone. So back in the day, they would actually eat a proper suda by reclining on couches with each one being served on his own little table. So we don't really have that nowadays as we sit on one large table. You know, Seder night, when we have to lean, we have to recline. So we have this really awkward way of reclining where we have our pillow and we're trying to kind of make ourselves comfortable by drinking our wine and reclining on the left side. And it's really hard with a chair, especially if your chair doesn't have arms. The reason why it's difficult for us is because we don't have these couches they used to have. They used to recline on these really cool couches, and that's why a saber for them was really easy and very normal. For us, it's a little bit awkward. But either which way, if they were reclined together for this proper suda, then one person would make a bracha for everyone. Now the mission continues, Let's say in the middle of this meal, wine was brought to them. Then each person is to make his own bracha. Now why is that, you're going to ask? We just said that they're being kaveya suda together, so one person should make a bracha for everyone. And the answer is, because since they're right in the middle of the suda, everyone's in the middle of chomping and chewing their own food, they're not going to be able to pay attention to that one person's bracha, and therefore, everyone's going to make their own bracha. Other mafarshim explain, since they're in the middle of eating, if a person's going to open up his mouth to say amen, he might accidentally choke on his food, and it's actually going to be dangerous if one person makes a bracha for everyone. Therefore, wine that's brought in the middle of the suda, even though they're being kaveya suda together, everyone's going to make his own bracha. The Mishnah continues, but if this wine is being brought after the meal, before they bench, so then one person can make a bracha for everyone, because as we said, they have already stopped eating in this scenario, and therefore one person makes a bracha for everyone. The Mishnah concludes by saying, that person that made the bracha for everyone, he also makes a bracha on the incense. Even though this mugmar, this incense, was only brought after the meal, over here after the meal means after they actually benched, nonetheless, he still gets to make the bracha for everyone. So what exactly was this incense? So this is another thing that used to do back in the day that we don't have nowadays. They would place fragrant wood on coals and this would burn, providing everyone with a really nice pleasant aroma after the meal. So as we said, even though they already benched, the one that had led the Suda, he gets the honor of making a bayre atze besamim on the incense. We know that there's different types of brachas that a person can make on good smelling herbs and good smelling wood and whatnot. So one of those is bayre mine besamim. That's usually the bracha that we make. However, there's also bracha bayre atze besamim. If you have fragrant wood, Eights is wood, so you make a bayre atze besamim. And now moving on to Mishnah Zayin. Heviu lefan of maliach betchila upas imay. Let's say they brought him some maliach, something which is very salty, for example, some very salty fish, and they brought bread along with it. The only reason why he's eating this bread is because he needs to tone down the extreme saltiness of this fish. Mevarach al maliach upaiter sapas. He's going to make a bracha on this salty fish, and he does not have to make a bracha on bread. We've said previously that anytime you have bread, you're going to make a bracha on the bread, and you're going to potter everything else. Not 
not in this scenario. Why is that? Because the bread is secondary to the fish. As we said, the only reason why he's eating the bread is to tone down the saltiness of the fish. Therefore, he's not going to make a bracha on the bread, only on the fish. Now, the Farshim are very careful to point out that this is only referring to a scenario where he is already full on a lot of fruit or something else, and he's only eating this really salty fish as a snack. However, if he wasn't full, then the bread being eaten with the fish would be considered the ikker. That would be considered the main thing. And even though his intent is only to tone down the saltiness, he would still make a hamotzi on the bread and not a shahakal on the fish. And now the Mishnah concludes, Zaklal, this is the general rule. Kol shahu ikker Anytime we have something which is the main food that you're going to be eating, and then you have something which is secondary to it, you're going to make a bracha on this main food that you're eating, and you do not have to make a bracha on the tafel. This is called ikker and tafel, the main food and the secondary food. Now, the halachas of ikker and tafel are very complicated. For example, let's say you're eating Cheerios and milk. Would you make a bracha mezainus on the Cheerios and not make a shahakal on the milk? Because perhaps the milk is tafel, perhaps it's secondary to the Cheerios, and the only reason why you're eating the Cheerios is because you just want to have a little bit of a wetness, a little bit of a lubrication in your mouth, you don't want to be eating dry, tacky, sticky Cheerios. Or maybe not. Perhaps both of these are considered ikker. Both of these are considered the main thing. You want to eat those Cheerios, and then you also want to drink the milk because the milk is very delicious. It was sweetened by the honey nut Cheerios that you were eating. So these halachas of ikker and tafel can be complicated. We're obviously not going to talk about them all right now, but the general idea is, is that if you have something which is the ikker, and you have something which is the tafel, you're going to make a brach on the ikker, and you do not have to make a brach on the tafel. We're going to stop here for the day, pick up tomorrow with Mishnah Ches, and the first Mishnah in Parag Zion, for now, everyone should have a wonderful day.